1: Time now on this Monday morning for us to check in with Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun. Good morning, Vaughn. Hey,
0: good morning, Simi.
1: Now, we talk a lot about the homeless problem and the situation here in Metro Vancouver, but it sounds like in Victoria, it continues to grow.
0: Yes, it is a big problem here in Victoria. And we're kind of ahead of the curve on Vancouver and what they're doing in Vancouver because some time ago, the City Council here in Victoria decided to allow round-the-clock camping in Beacon Hill Park. Uh, People who visited the capital, uh, even like from all across Canada and around the world, know Beacon Hill Park as an ornament of the city. It's a terrific park. Um, It is now a big campground, and there are problems. The most recent one last week, city staff in Victoria exercising their right under their labor contract to refuse to go into the park. They say they've been threatened there by, uh, quote, the campers, and uh, they don't feel safe going in there. Local residents in and around the uh, park, especially the James Bay neighborhood, signing a petition, 20,000 signatures, saying this has got to stop. The park isn't safe for anybody else because it's turned into a big campground.
1: And so this this has become a problem in other parks, too, hasn't it?
0: Yeah, it was a problem in other parks in the city, and the provincial government stepped in with some helping hands there. They bought some local motels. uh, Not surprisingly, right now, with the tourist industry collapsed, uh, they got the motels and hotels at a discount, and they moved a lot of people in there. But, uh, well, I mean, you know this in Vancouver. Some homeless people will not go into shelters and go into homes. Some shelters are closed. And uh, Victoria, of course, uh, also has a lot of campers, uh, including people coming from other parts of Canada. And why the hell pay for a space in a campground when you can camp in the park? So all of that is happening, Mm. and it's created a pretty big problem. Uh, City Council wringing its hands, I would say. Uh, Mayor saying, well, we're looking for more help from senior governments to create more shelter spaces away from the park, pleading with people in the park to confine themselves to, um, there's a soccer pitch there, there's some areas that aren't really popular with the tourists, but... Um, look, uh, I wouldn't walk through the park right now from what I've heard. I live nearby. I don't walk to work anymore at the moment. It's not a big issue for me. It's really becoming an issue, Simi, if you think of people that, you know, we're supposed to be staycationing and yeah. staying at home, people who can't afford to go somewhere else because it's expensive, people who don't have a car, um people uh, seniors and ranchers in the area those are the people that are signing the petition saying you've made my neighborhood my favorite park very unsafe. Uh, I don't know how this one's going to come out, but it's pretty disturbing.
1: It sure sounds like it. Um, Let's talk as well about the COVID-19 numbers here and the demographics because it feels like that's what a lot of eyes are on right now.
0: Yes, so on Friday Dr. Tam, the national person, uh, came out and said that uh, what we suspected from the news reports, which is that a growing number of the cases and for the first time The cases are people under the age of 40, so younger people. Now, mind you, everyone under the age of 70 seems like a younger person to me, so, you know, I'm not in that group worrying about it. But seriously, she said 60% of the new cases in Canada are people, uh, uh, teenagers up to the age of 39. And I noticed our colleague uh, at Global TV, Keith Baldry, did the numbers on Friday. And he says 60% of the cases here in British Columbia are also under the age of 40. And he also said, this one really jumped out at me, uh, 75 of the 200 new cases in B.C. were aged 20 to 29. Similar reports out of Washington State. So, um, you know, I don't want to pick on any particular demographic, but clearly younger people are the problem at the moment. That's where the new cases are.
1: Right. And that doesn't look like it's getting any better And with the warm weather and, you know, people being outside. like, Is that what you're going to be watching for in those numbers today?
0: I think we're going to be watching today. And the other thing we're going to be told today uh, with the briefing, particularly from Dr. Henry and Adrian Dix this afternoon, is we've got another holiday weekend coming up, the BC yeah, Day the weekend. One. The Kelowna outbreak... Uh, dates back to the July 1st holiday. So this is the next holiday. Warnings on that. And, you know, we have seen some interesting analysis of various epidemiologists and others saying, here's why that's the young people, particularly younger people, is a problem. Um, fatigue with the yeah. pandemic, wanting to get it over with. Um, a group, a demographic that tends to be more social. Um a bit of rebellion. Uh, We've had enough of this. And I think maybe the media, we can be blamed for anything. We can maybe be blamed because of so much reporting has been on deaths and problems in long-term care facilities. The idea has gotten out there, the notion that young people don't really have to worry about this. Yeah, you get it, big deal, right? It's not like you're going to die. And And that's true statistically, but there's enough reports out there of, first of all, some young people do get it bad enough and do die, and some of them have permanent damage. It's true. It's not nearly as deadly as it is if it gets into a long-term care facility, but it's a serious problem.
1: Yeah, I just don't know how you get the message through to them. Is it because, do you think... They don't watch, like, traditional news as much, and maybe they're, you know, you need to get to them on social media?
0: Yeah, you know, Dr. Henry's been very interesting on that, and, and she said this, just that, Simi, a couple of times. She said, she said you know, I recognize that um, younger people get their news from social media, not from traditional media. And she said, I'm not, she, Dr. Henry, is not that great on social media. She's gone on and she's tried it a bit, but she doesn't claim a mastery of it. One day recently, she pleaded with younger British Columbians to be her voice on social media, to go out there and start communicating to their generation. This is dangerous to you as well, and you need to smarten up. Dr. Henry has been very, very sympathetic from the beginning to younger people, recognizing that, as we've seen in the surveys, that COVID-19 has imposed a big burden on younger people, a lot of stresses. um, They're more social. uh, They're worried about their jobs. uh, They're having to live in their parents' basement, all those things. And she said, you know, I understand, but you are at risk, and of course, one of the risks is not just to them, but that they bring it home and give it to um, their older relatives and their grandparents.
1: So true. Well, still working on that message. Avon. thank you.
0: Bye-bye, Simi.